Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 483. Step into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about why buying a new car is one of the worst mistakes you can make. And I'm in good company on this because CNBC.com on their website today had an article that said, experts agree, don't buy a new car. And they quote three experts who you know, Kevin O'Leary, Susie Orman, and David Bach. And they're all sharing their ideas about why new cars are a very bad investment. You've heard me talk about this. This is one of the most important things for you to master in terms of your wealth building and financial freedom is to not buy a new car because number one, you're guaranteeing a loss because the car is going to be worth less in the next year or two or three by quite a bit. And usually as much as 50% or sometimes even a lot more than that. So number one, you're guaranteed to have a lower value. Think about it if you were investing and every time you invested in this particular investment, over the next two or three years, you lost 50%. And you just kept doing that over and over and over. That wouldn't seem like a very good investment, would it? Well, even though cars aren't considered an investment, they are in one sense an investment in that you're putting a lot of your money in there and you could be doing something else with that money. So they have a very high opportunity cost because that money could be growing and working for you and going and increasing in value instead of decreasing in value. And number three, they're not a good idea because a lot of times people buy them on payments and take a loan and take on debt to buy a new car. So now you're compounding the problem. Not only are you investing in something that's going to be decreasing in value by quite a bit, but you're stuck paying interest on the original amount that you bought the car for. So if you bought the car for $40,000 plus interest, and in a few years it's worth $20,000, you're still paying $40,000 plus interest on that, even though it's worth a lot less. So this is something that really needs to be talked about more. People really need to take this seriously. I have always bought cars a few years old with very low miles and in great condition. And I have found that that works tremendously in terms of getting a good car, getting a good deal, and not suffering from the terrible depreciation. And then I also keep the car a very long time, keep it well-maintained, and make sure that it lasts a very long time for me. I've done lots of podcasts about which cars can last over 200,000 miles. I suggest you look at those podcasts. You can go to my website at lindapjones.com, put in car in the search box, and it'll pull up 
my podcasts that I've done about cars. I've talked about which cars are the least expensive to maintain. I've done a lot of analysis on cars and podcasts on cars that you can really learn how to save money on cars. So therefore you can invest that money elsewhere. So I feel like I'm in really good company being alongside Kevin O'Leary, Susie Orman and David Bach talking about why good cars are not a good idea. But I'm gonna share some of the comments from this article, not all of them, but some of them. And I will attach a link to the article in the show notes and on my website. So Kevin O'Leary says, when you buy a car, you're losing money. Owning a car simply isn't worth the ongoing expense, argues O'Leary. Cars cost a fortune in maintenance and insurance and just the amortization, which means as they go down in value, you're losing money. Let's say I pay $25,000 for it. Two years later, it might be worth only $12,000. Instead, O'Leary suggests taking advantage of public transportation and using ride-hailing services such as Lyft and Uber. Getting driven around is actually cheaper than owning your own vehicle in several major metro areas, including Chicago, Los Angeles, and New York, according to a 2017 analysis from personal finance website NerdWallet. O'Leary says your money is better spent on other financial goals, such as paying off debt and saving for the future rather than buying stuff you don't need, like a car. David Bach says, nothing will waste more money than buying a new car. While it's tempting to splurge on a new car, especially when you're young, Bach says it's the single worst financial decision millennials will ever make. Nothing you will do in your lifetime realistically will waste more money than buying a new car. Most people have to borrow money to be able to afford the expense and, Bach asks, why would you borrow money to buy an asset that immediately goes down in value by 30%? Instead, he recommends looking for something that's coming off a two to three year lease because that car is almost brand new and you can buy it at a 30% discount. If you're still tempted, consider how much owning will cost long-term. If you're spending $500 a month for that car, well, that's $6,000 a year, not including the car insurance or the gas. That could be two months or three months of your income, he says. Run the numbers and then ask yourself, do you really need a car that nice or could you buy a car that's less expensive, maybe a little older, but still looks good and still runs? Good advice from David. And finally, Susie Orman says, the second you drive that car off the lot, it depreciates. Orman recommends buying used cars because unlike a home, a car will never increase in value. The second you drive that car off the lot, it depreciates 10%, 20%, she tells CNBC. Let somebody else get that depreciation. She also recommends you do not lease. I personally think you should never, ever, ever, ever lease a car. Do you hear me, she says? When you lease, you're spending lots of money each month, but in the end, you'll have nothing concrete to show for it. If you don't have the cash to buy a car outright, Orman says it's perfectly fine to finance one, but make sure that you won't need to make payments for longer than three years. If you have to finance it for longer than that, then you can't afford the car that you're going to buy. And once you get a car you can afford, she says, keep it as long as you can, ideally for a decade or more. That's what rich people do, she says. Most people I know who are really wealthy keep their cars five, 10, 15, 20 years. And that's what she does herself too. End of article. And voila, your wealth mentor does as well. I don't believe in buying cars very frequently because they're just not a great investment. And once I 
find a nice car and I enjoy that car, I don't need to go buy a new car. There's no reason that I would need to. Now, some people do drive a lot of miles and are afraid of having the car break down or having a lot of repairs. Certainly, if you have a lemon, get rid of your lemon car and get a better car. But you can still buy a new car that's not brand new, still buy a new car to you that is a few years old. And that is the smartest way to buy a car. By not buying new cars and by not putting 50, 60, $70,000 into a car, you have that money that you can invest and have it grow for you. And that's gonna get you to financial freedom a lot faster. The opportunity cost of buying a car for $100,000 that I know some people have done, and then it goes down in value to 50,000 or less is just a terrible investment. And more than that, the opportunity cost is enormous because that $100,000, if invested, could grow and compound for you and be on the way to making your next million dollars very easily. So really be aware of not making an investment in a new car. It's just really not a good financial decision. And if financial freedom is important to you, buying new cars is one of the biggest mistakes you can possibly make financially. So definitely I recommend not doing it and I feel great that I'm in the company of Kevin O'Leary, David Bach, and Susie Orman on this one. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, please hit the subscribe button and rate and review the show. I have my celebration of my two millionth download coming up soon, and I'm gonna be reading some of those reviews, so I'd love to read yours. So head on over and leave a review on iTunes. If we haven't yet connected on Instagram, get your money tips every day at instagram.com forward slash Linda P. Jones. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.